The story you're about to hear was told to me in the strictest of confidence. Certain names, dates and locations may have been changed to protect that confidence. Events that feature in this story may be part of the public record. If you believe you recognise any of the people, places or events that feature in this story, I ask you not to reveal any information publicly out of respect for the subject's right to remain anonymous. David Paul Nixon, and you're listening to the New Ghost Stories podcast. I'm currently taking some holiday and getting ready for the launch of season three next month. While I work on that, here's one of the shorter accounts from the New Ghost Stories archive. This is case number 291, and it's called Glass Eye, and I hope you enjoy it. Just so you know, the narrator for this story is female. He thought he was so funny. He had this job where he designed shop window displays for places like Selfridges and John Lewis. He used to work with these shop room dummies, and he'd take their arms and legs and hide them around the flat. The first time he did it, he put a hand in my knicker drawer. I just pulled it open and there it was amongst my pants. He laughed his arse off about that. And that was so incredibly funny he decided he'd do it again. The next time he put an arm in the sleeve of one of my coats, so when I pulled it out of the wardrobe, it fell right out. Absolutely hilarious, that was. I'd enjoyed it the first two times so much, he did it a third time. He put some legs under the bed, so when I go to try and find some shoes, I think there's like a dead body down there. I'm so frightened to bang my head. He didn't think it was so funny when I need him in his ballsack. I was seriously not impressed. I was already thinking about chucking him. If someone's really bugging you, you're probably not meant to be together. You'd think he'd stop after I tried to castrate him. But no, he didn't. He waited a bit though. It was a couple of weeks later. I was making tea for the both of us. And I go and open the cutlery drawer. And when I look down, I see this thing roll down across the knives. It's white and it stops and it looks right up at me. It's an eye. I screamed so loud the neighbours could hear me. Carlos came in with a big smile on his face. It was a glass eye. He'd found it in the props box at his work. Apparently it was genuine. This had actually been made to go in someone's face. It was someone's real spare eyeball. I slapped him so hard, I almost knocked his eyeballs out. Then I threw his tea over him and told him to fuck off. Didn't see him for a few days after that, and as far as I know, he's taken his horrible eyeball with him. He took me out for a big meal a few nights later, so I kind of forgave him. At least for then. We went back to mine afterwards. We went to bed and we were... You know, having sex, fucking. He was on top of me doing his thing and I was letting him. He was part way through when I hear this little sound. I can't tell what it is and I look over at the floor and I see this thing rolling across it. It's that disgusting eye. It's rolling on its own across the floor like a little marble and then it just stops, middle of the floor. 
and I swear to you, it rolls itself around so that the pupil is facing me. This eye is looking right up at me. I scream so hard the people in the next street could hear me. Probably the next town too. I didn't even know this thing was still in the flat. I was so mad. Carlos said he must have put it in his bag and forgotten about it. But I was convinced it was one of his little tricks. I thought he must have done it himself. Got it to somehow roll in and made it turn up with some string or something. I didn't know how and I didn't really care. I chucked him out that night and I chucked him out for good. I was going to find myself a boyfriend with a proper job and a proper sense of humour. It was a day or two after and I was at home after work in my living room and I start hearing this scraping sound. It's really quiet and I can only just hear it. But I keep hearing it over the next few days. I start to think maybe I've got rats or mice. It takes a while before I start to think again about the eye. I've had mice and rats before. I know what to expect, what mess they leave. But when I hear this sound, I realise it's the sound of something rolling along the floor. When I hear it, I keep looking for it under the furniture, around the bins behind the fridge. This one time, I swear I see it dash across the floor. At first I thought, oh, it is mice after all. But later I think, hang on. Only magicians have white mice. You don't get white mice scavenging for crumbs in your cupboards. Try not to think about it. Can't possibly be the eye. Carlos isn't that clever. The eye only moved because Carlos made it, and he's not been back since, so he couldn't be moving it now. But maybe he hadn't taken it with him. I did chuck him out straight away. Maybe it was still in my house, with me. It was on the weekend after that. I've just got up and I'm pretty tired. I put on my dressing gown and I walk downstairs to the kitchen to make myself a drink. I go to the sink to rinse out a mug and while I do it, I get this strange feeling that I'm being watched. I turn off the tap and then I hear that little rolling sound. I stop what I'm doing. Slowly I look down. It's there, on the floor. It's between my legs, looking right up my dressing gown. I scream and it darts across the kitchen to where the bins are. I pick my colander up off the drying rack and I go over there. I'm going to catch this bastard thing. I start to kick at the recycling boxes until it rolls out again. I have to be quick. It almost gets past me. I dive across the floor to catch it. It rolls around inside the colander for a moment and then it stops. Stops still. I don't know what to do with it. I definitely don't want to touch it. I slide the colander across the floor and grab a tea towel. I wait a moment, then lift it up and grab it with the towel, then throw it in the bin. But that's not enough. I have visions of it somehow rolling its way out the top, even though the bin has a lid. So I take out the bag and I chuck it in the big wheelie outside. I spend the whole of the day wishing I'd smashed it with a hammer, but I don't want to go rummaging through the bins. The thing might escape. I couldn't get to sleep that night. The whole thing with the eye was messing with me. I kept looking across the floor to see if I was being watched. 
I got up after a while and went downstairs hunting for my handbag to take some paracetamol. While I was down there, I heard some rustling from the outside. At first I thought it must just be some foxes, but when I went to my window, I could see someone was standing out there going through my rubbish. I was pretty tired, I didn't really think about what I was doing. I just went out there at my bare feet and shouted at them, Excuse me, what do you think you're doing? It was this old man, really tall and dressed in a hat and a big, dirty grey flasher's Mac. He either wasn't surprised to see me or he didn't care. He didn't like jump or anything. He just turned towards me and blinked his eyes at me. He blinked at me three or four times and then he smiled at me. It was horrible. He had most of his teeth missing. It was a nasty, leery type of grin. I look at his eyes and I have a really horrible thought. I step back slightly and as I did I noticed that I was standing on something and part of it, a stringy bit of it, was trapped between my toes. I picked it up and it took me a moment to realise what it was. It was an eye patch. He winks at me, tips his hat and then he goes off down the road whistling while he walks. Makes me sick to my stomach even thinking about it. Thank you for listening to the New Ghost Stories podcast. If you've enjoyed listening to the podcast, please consider becoming a patron by visiting patreon.com slash newghoststories. You can also support the podcast by liking or leaving a review on any platform and subscribing to hear future releases. Today's story features in the book 14 New Ghost Stories, which is available from Amazon, Apple Books, and other book retailers. This podcast is written, presented, and produced by me, David Paul Nixon. If you'd like to read more from me, visit my substack at davidpaulnixon.substack.com. You can find out more about New Ghost Stories at my website, newghoststories.com. And for all the latest updates, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at newghoststories. Stories.